Yeah, welcome, 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 one and all. This is Generational Gap Podcast, and it is August, nope, September. Damn, I'm at Your time, day's off. It's time the 3rd of September. September 3rd, Labor Day weekend. We're chilling. Um, we, uh, we are having John, co-host, filling in for DeAndre today. Give it up for the man. Um, DeAndre's camping, so... Today, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Usually, we start with bullshit, which today, I do got some bullshit. There, uh-huh. is, there is some technical bullshit, but it's only opinionated. Um, the uh, I, You know who Joe Budden is. Yeah. Okay, so someone asked him on his show, like, you know, versus, you know, I don't really keep up with verses like that. I did see the DMX and Snoop verses, and I've seen a couple others, but um, a debate... I think this week about Tupac washing Big and Nas or and or Nas in a versus battle. I don't know if I could have kept up with DeAndre as far as an opinion with him because he doesn't have that. Like, in other words, we came up in a Tupac, Biggie, Nas era. Nas is obviously still living and still has his run, right? Yeah. But. I don't know if he would have as much of an opinion about Tupac and Big. So I think this is something I could get into with you and we have we could come together on this one. Joe Budden goes, Tupac would absolutely wash Biggie and he would absolutely wash Nas in a versus. Now, you're familiar with the versus forum? The versus forum. Like how it have you ever seen one? Nope. Okay. All right, so in verses, you get two cats. Like when DMX was alive, he did one with Snoop. They stand on either side of the room, and the DJs will play a record, and then the other DJ for the other person will play a record. Now, obviously, they perform, but they're playing their music form so that they can't perform. Usually about a verse and a, and a hook, you know, something kind of cool just to give you a, an idea of the song, right? If Snoop plays... I'm, I'm giving you the Snoop and DMX one because I remember this one. If Snoop plays um, a song that has something to do with females, so will DMX, right? So okay. that you can kind of get an idea of like, yo, whose lady-influenced song is better, right? right? Okay. And so forth and so on. You know what I mean? So any type of topic that one person plays, the other DJ is going to go into the, a song that somewhat resembles the same subject matter as the other person. Right. And then that nobody gets an award, nobody gets chosen as the winner, but there's definitely a fan opinion of like, yo, that song was better than that song and you keep score. So it's like a one for one. Does that make so sense? So it's like battle rapping without freestyles. Yeah. It's just like it's, it's recorded verses. Your your catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Joe <laughs> Budden's opinion is yo, um Tupac's gonna wash Biggie. And we can get into a further conversation, but in your opinion, just thinking of this, Tupac and Biggie were obviously one of the bigger um, rivalries back in the day. We live on the West Coast, so there's kind of this different of, of difference of opinion with Tupac with me, because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Biggie was better than Tupac. I can't do that because of where I live, because of how much Tupac I listen to. I listen to both Biggie albums. I ain't gonna lie. Right. But where do you stand? You think 
Tupac is just washing Biggie, and for what? I'd say, yeah. You would say he washes yeah. him or he just beats him? I'd say he beats him. Okay. And that was my thing was like, I don't know if I agree with Joe Budden where he goes, he washes Biggie. I was like, mm. no, I don't think he washes him, but I definitely think he would beat him. Yeah. Because I know if somebody played some Biggie right now, you'd be like, ooh, hey, that's some Biggie. Absolutely. You're not going to be like, hey, turn that East Coast shit off. No, no, no. We no. like music, period. You know, right. give yeah. a fuck. But I was definitely a Tupac fan. And especially from him coming from digital underground and knowing his origins and shit, I was kind of like, you know, I was I was still there when he got onto the scene. I was like, oh yeah, 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 that's the dude from Digital Underground. You know, I think it would be different if you had Biggie from the East Coast and let's just say somebody else who's not Pac from the West Coast, and he was trash. Yeah, you would be like, um, well, for starters, I feel like people have to represent. They're artists from their side of the country. But if they're trash, you can't really get behind that. Yeah. So it's like even so so Pac was dope and we're from the West Coast. So it's like I have to rock with him. Yeah. Because if I don't, one, I'll get backlash from my community, (laughs) the people I fuck with. (laughs) Like you can't like just pull up to somebody on the West Coast and be like slapping some big during the whole thing because they'd be like, bro, turn that shit off. Right. Right. Like, you're a bitch for playing that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, the same thing, vice versa. So, like, if you're in the East Coast and you're slapping some big and somebody's like, hey, bro, this Pac shit slapped, they'd be like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Right. So right. it's like, you almost have to. Yeah. But, like I said, depending on who the artist was, if they were trash, you you then you could make your, you know. Yeah. Your no. decision on who was, like, you know, better or whatever. Right, right. I don't I don't think he washes him. I agree with you. I think he beats him, but that's so like rationale, I'm thinking Pac had more energy. He was more amped up and in a any type of concert setting or versus it's just he's just gonna have this this energy that's gonna make you go, Oh well, this cat is Yeah, the enter- the entertainment value is there. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to yeah. where Biggie was kinda like just more laid back and he had some cool shit, uh, but I don't know if he's, you know, just he can't take it there's that there's also the catalog right now both of these brothers died however Pac had a longer run of albums and material than Biggie did so in this the same way I said in the forum or the style that they set up these verses they basically go hit for hit so Pac would have all these hits to play Big would only have so many to challenge those hits and after a while, he's just going to run out of songs unless you plan B-sides and deep cuts. But normally it's like the things that fans remember you for. So. Right. I was going to say, Big's, Big's like, his catalog, it's not that big. Two albums. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know how many songs in those two albums, but it's like you can go like the All Eyes on Me or The Better Days, Disc 1 and Disc 2. That's like, yeah. that's his two albums. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with, here's what I'll do. I'm gonna go with only records that were released when he was alive. Cause I'm not going to take any type of somebody else produced yeah, and like arranged the Tupac resurrection album. I think. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm taking all that. Fabricated some of that shit together. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking all that off the table. I'm gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take Tupacalypse now strictly for my niggas. 
I'm going to take obviously all eyes on me and I got to take Machiavelli. He was dead. He was dead when that came out, but he still, he recorded it right before yeah, it was recorded. Died. Yeah. And then, um, so one when he was in jail, uh, fuck. Why am I? It's had so that, many tears. That and shit one on was it. like, yeah, I don't know why I can't think of the name of him. Up. Huh? I said I almost have to pull him up. Yeah, I think so. But I y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Fuck all that. Um, so he had five albums. That was just when he was alive. Right. Tupac I mean Tupac has five albums, Big has two. So obviously you got way more hits to come from Pac. Um, and I'm gonna just give it to Pac off that. Now, we switched to Nas and I was like, I guess when this came up, I was like, I'm not a Nas fan at all. Like I could give you maybe two or three Nas songs that I like. So this it's not even a topic of conversation for me but i do know that nas has been around for a long time if you are on the east coast for some reason or another you like that style of music and that's your main your main dish when you listen to hip-hop then yeah maybe nas is your pick but to me nas is just not that dope however his long run says something like he's still making albums now with hip right yeah um and shit yeah i'm not a I'm not, a, I'm not gonna say I'm not a fan of Nas, but like, like you said, I only know a few of his songs. Exactly. So, so I didn't have much of an opinion, but it did change a little bit of like my the way I looked at that argument. I was like, no, no, bro. Like Nas been around for a long fucking time, so I can't just say yeah, Pac wins that battle. I just kind of go, yeah, maybe it might be close. Well, not. I think not knowing, like his catalog. Yeah. Kind of puts us in that like undiscernible area of like right. okay well i can't really say yeah Pac versus nas who's gonna win because i haven't listened to the other half exactly yeah so. yeah that's that's a rough one but the the biggie tupac thing has been i mean that's been challenged hella times and yeah it's always gonna be what you listen to more and it's the michael jordan lebron fucking argument but just hip-hop which is i can get that now because me us talking about Pac like Pac and Biggie, I was very young. So I was born in 1990. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I grew up listening to, you know, that stuff, which is like, I can see where the youngsters now, they're like, all we know is LeBron. Yeah. Because they didn't watch Jordan play. Right, exactly. They didn't watch, like, all they know is LeBron, like I said. Like, you, like unless you were there, it's like, okay. Yeah, you can pull up a documentary, you can watch some highlights on YouTube or some bullshit, but that ain't going to give you the actual feeling of like, yo, this motherfucker did it again, right? you know, and being there. So it's the same thing. Like I said, Pac was just one of those things. Like I actually pulled out an old Tupac mixtape from DJ Green Lantern where he switched up the beats and shit and put it in my car. I was like, yeah, this shit still slap. Like just because I read it last night. It was a, I guess it was an older topic. It's but. funny that you said that because, like, last week I was like on Spotify going through all the Pac songs and I was like, 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 and I've been bumping Pac for like a whole week right. before you even mentioned anything. For real? Yeah. It, yeah. It'd be like that, man. It's just one of those things where you kind of look at it and just go, damn, this motherfucker had a lot of hits. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a vibe. It, and it's funny because, like, that shit used to play on the radio and it doesn't no more. Yeah. Like Wild 94.9 out here. 
yeah. used to fucking play Pac. Like, you'd be driving, and all of a sudden, California Love pops on. And it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, roll the windows down, mm-hmm. slap that shit as loud as you can so the next person next to me can hear it. Yep. And they pull up, and they're like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like hella different now, so. You know what happened when Dr. Dre dropped Chronic 2001? That's the most memorable time I can think of of driving around the Bay Area and hearing that fucking album out of everybody's car. Like, countless motherfuckers. That was probably the most that I had ever seen an album being circulated at the same time. Like, the night that that shit came out, I remember going to San Jose, and we was on the strip, and I just heard motherfuckers everywhere playing just different songs off that album. And it was like, damn, everybody's playing this right now. And I think... That might be, you know, there might be times now I, I don't be outside like that anymore. So it could be that, you know, like Drake or somebody else is probably taking over that spot. But that was a memorable fucking time where I was like, yo, literally everybody's playing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was some crazy shit. Um, it's different music. Yeah. Well, it was, I was bringing up some old shit. I, put, um, you know, I brought out my CD case. Because my car don't have no motherfucking Bluetooth. So I had to pull out this big-ass book of CDs. All like, oh, burn CDs. Those are different times. Oh, burning CDs was the illest. I just Especially saw Especially if you had somebody like burned your CDs and it was like the full album. Yeah. Like no cuts or nothing. Right. Yeah. I liked uh, downloading all my shit into my computer and then having everything at my disposal. So I'd be like... You know, you take some pot like yeah. off this one album. Oh, them three songs coming with me. Bam. Load those mm-hmm. up. Take some other shit. Bam. Load those up. So you just have all the shit you slap constantly on one CD. Like, yeah, that was that was a dope shit. That was dope. Yeah. Now we just got playlists. But I can't do that in this car. Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm taking CDs going, yeah, I fuck with that CD. I'm going to put it in. Load the CD. CDs are a fucking problem. I hit a speed bump. The motherfucker scratched them. Listen, going, oh, I just I killed that shit. I remember my mom's Mercedes had a CD, six CD changer in yeah. the back. But you, it was in the fucking trunk. Right. You got to get out. You got to get shit. out and go load up six fucking CDs <laughs> if you wanted to listen to some shit. Fuck like, that. What? Man. That's the worst, bro. I bought an older car thinking it's dope, and now I'm sitting there going. Yeah, don't let nobody see you doing that. Yeah, I know. Like, like, bro, how CDs? old are you? Yeah. yeah. And then I don't even know if somebody broke into that car, if they would even take that book of CDs. They'd probably be like, fuck, I'm going to do with these. Yeah, they're like vinyls for us. Like, right. The fuck am I do with CDs? I don't have no CD player. There's computers. Computers don't even have CD players no more. Uh, you want to hear a funny story? What? What's that? My mom's boyfriend bought my daughter. He gets like really technological, ed- technologically advanced things. Like he likes, um, you know, like uh, wireless cameras and Bluetooth headphones. Like he's he's on the Amazon shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So for Christmas, usually he gets the kids like something kind of cool. Well, he also has this preppers mentality, not fully to where he's building a bunker in the backyard, right. but he definitely, you know, he looks at things of like, oh, this will help you be safe and shit like that. He bought my daughter an FM, AM, FM radio that you can. It's a crank radio. Crank. That's an emergency radio. And with it's got a flashlight, a solar panel on the top, and it has a couple other features on it, right? Yeah. We bought it. She pulls it out of the box, and this look on her face will probably be in my head for the rest of my fucking life because she does. She's not rude, so she opens it. She pulls it out. You know, moms and grandmas is like, hold it up, show us what you got, so they can take a picture. <laughs> and she's like holding it, going, 
Like, I don't like, know what the fuck I, this yeah, is. I don't know what this is. But yeah. here it is. And uh, I go, you know what that is? And she's like, no. I'm like, it's a it's a radio. That's good. And she goes, what's a radio? <laughs> I went, no. fuck. I don't know if I felt any older at that point. I was kind of like, well, it's like a tuner and you just turn it on and people play music and there's motherfucking and she's like what i'm like it's like broadcasted yeah is make ra- sure you flip the antenna out to get that good signal though is radio almost dead like at this point kids don't even know what the fuck it is i don't listen to the radio i don't i mean i know people who do but that's just like because they have a work truck like the cats at my job just play the radio because it comes with an AM FM. I think like once the older cars finally up and disappear, it'll be a wrap. There's no more radio. Yeah. Like we like even in my car, it's like there's radio AM FM and it's like never even touch the button. Right. Right. As soon as I get in, my Bluetooth connects mm-hmm. my songs from my phone play and I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. I don't think that shit's going to be a thing for too much longer. I mean, especially they doing this. 2035, we're supposed to have electric cars. Like, are they even going to put AM, FM in these motherfuckers? I wonder if there's cars being manufactured now who are kind of like, let's kill the AM, FM radio shit. Or is it an important aspect in like an emergencies or whatever just to have AM, FM to be able to get a signal? I don't know. It it feels like it's dying. I feel like, well... The only time you're going to get radio is if someone's actually broadcasting. Right. And if these stations start closing because of numbers. Then, then there's nothing to broadcast. nothing to broadcast. Yeah. So why even have it? That's crazy. But you said that the 2035 out here in California that's trying to get rid of gas-powered vehicles. Correct. That's going to be some did bullshit. Did you see what they had said like a few days ago? No. What they said? <clears throat> because of our power grid? Yeah. We can't even have enough power to uh, maintain people's ACs during heat waves. Oh, so how the fuck are we supposed so to like, charge all these cars? Like last year when the PG&E fires, they were like, oh, like stop using all your electricity right. from four to nine. Yeah. Like that's when everyone's home. That's when you're off work. Yeah. At home. Cleaning. Cooking. Yep. cooking yep. Whatever the fuck you're, you're doing at home. And now they're like, don't use power during those hours. Easier because said Because we don't have the power grid to support just your substantial, like, so you're sustained living at home. Yeah. But now they're like, don't charge your cars either because you're going to fuck up our power grid. So I'm mean, like, how how are you going to ban gas vehicles? Right. But you don't even have anything in place for electric vehicles. Like, yeah, you have like the charging stations. But like I said, if everybody was to charge their cars at once and everybody was at home. Using the AC or cooking or using and dryers and yeah, and charging at home like their power grids is just shutting down. Uh, I kind of feel as if solar will be more of a push. There's obviously this is to me right now is the time to put some money into solar. If you own a home, maybe investing into it. Depending on, I don't know a lot about it, but definitely the general aspect of it makes me feel like shit. I might need that. And if you don't have a home, which like I don't, I don't, I rent. So I ain't going to be upgrading nobody else's shit. Right, right. But maybe investing in a company that's up and coming in your direct community that looks like their leadership is doing something that's going to go somewhere. That might be a thing. Because I know, like you said, 
there ain't enough fucking power to do all these things. You just brought it up. People are at home cooking, cleaning, doing laundry, and, you know, and and playing video games and running TVs and shit like that. So you right, also going right. to add into the mix charging a fucking car, which is right. going to be a great amount of power out of all of the things I just named. So at that point, if you actually, depending on PG&E, to power all that shit, and your neighbor is doing the same shit, and that neighbor is doing the same shit, and their neighbor... Your whole community is doing it, yeah. And and take it farther than community, damn near. Because I don't even know how what's the percentage of electric cars in the Bay Area. It's, uh, it's pretty high now. Tesla's fucking down the road. Yeah, but how many... Like, I mean, I do see a lot of Teslas on the road. I know, but I'm saying, like, their, their manufacturing plant was right in there in Fremont. Right. So, I mean... You're getting it at the source living out here. So if we're at, what do you want to say, like 25 to 30% electric cars right now? What would you guess? Mm, if I had to guess how many, like, percentage of electric cars, are we talking, like, just Teslas? Or are you talking no, about just anything a, that requires, like, being charged? Yeah, anything requires being charged. Probably 20%. 20%? At least. So then Maybe 15, we, somewhere in there. When my... What I'm guessing is, is that gas stations are going to start being null and void or or way less when we get 10 years from now, when we get to that point or a couple years away from them stopping selling gas powered cars and people have made this transition. Um, I'm assuming gas stations are going to turn into either fucking charging stations or just they're going to fuck away. So if you have a gas-powered car, you got to go farther to get your gas or go find it someplace and really plan your shit. You can't just go down the street to get gas in the morning. So that's going to increase the amount of electric cars. So now at 20%, they're talking about we ain't got enough power. When we get up to 80% of motherfuckers having electric cars, then it's going to really be a fucking issue. Right, unless they do some type of major overhauling to the power grid. Right. Which is going to take some fucking time. Problem is, it's trying to store all that stuff. So, like, you can get solar in your house and you have your backup battery. Yeah. But you can only store so much. Right. Right. So, like, anything else that you're pulling in is useless. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you go... Let's say you have solar roof. Right. Right? You got your battery backup. It pulls... Let's say you go on vacation. pulls enough water to, like, support your house for two days. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not like you're on vacation for a week and you're like, well, I've been gone for a week, haven't used no power. I got extra power. Like, no, it only holds so much. Right, right. I don't think people understand that concept. No, I mean, it's going to have to become more clear as the shit rolls out. But, yeah, it's going it's going to take some, it, I mean, shit, I, I asked somebody from my mother-in-law's house that was calling them all the time. Somehow I got on this fucking list and they're calling my phone. Yo, you should go solar. You should go solar. So I was you know, just to ask the question, you know, well, what does it entail? Oh, well, let's have somebody come by your house. We'll talk to you. Okay, come, come fuck it. Come by. Right. So somebody comes by, tells us, obviously the battery is fucking racks. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Panels well, and everything else, yeah. Yeah, I said, never mind then. But they always giving me the game about, you know, what it could do, da, 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 da. So I kind of got some of the major points of the infrastructure and what it takes to even put it in your house. It's a, it's, it costs some money. So it ain't just like, yo, somebody come through, put these panels up, you Gucci. It's there's some fucking money in some other shit yeah. you need to do. Most, I'm not gonna say most, but I know some of them get like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, for like 
I think it depends on the square footage of your roof. And then they said if your shit goes down, if there's a problem with your fucking solar panels to where they're not pulling any energy and storing it, then you got to go back to PG&E anyway. Yeah, I think a lot of people that went to solar were like, you're paying because you're, you're leasing the panels. You don't buy the own. It's like a lease. Oh, see, they're fucking you. Yeah, they like rent them to you and you pay like you pay a monthly. So it's like people are like, oh, my fucking gas bill. They usually try to like estimate how much power you use to, to like keep your budget a little like around the same as same money as uh, paying your gas and electric bill. All right. Well, see, so that like, puts if, a different you're, if your gas shit. and electric bill is ninety dollars a month because mm-hmm. you just like you run the heater occasionally, whatever you watch TV, you turn off your lights, whatever. If it's ninety bucks, they'll come out and they'll say, "How much is your bill now?" And they're like ninety bucks, and they're like, "Okay, well, you need this many solar panels to like like pull in that much power that you use." They yeah. try to like. Keep it in the same range. But it's like, okay, now I'm not paying gas and electric, but I'm paying you guys 90 bucks a month. Yeah. And See. they're like, you'll save money. Yeah, like 20 years later. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to take me some fucking time to recoup all that and then yeah. see the benefit of it. And then 20 years later, you have 30 to years later, you got to replace, replace the, the fucking panels. Yeah. Right? yeah. Sounds like a fucking scam again. It's always right. a scam yeah. somewhere. But, right. Yeah. Um, the, like the idea... So the ideas are good, like solar energy, yes, yes, hybrid electric vehicles. Like actually, I just had a hybrid when I got that rental car. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what was that? A uh, Camry, right? A Camry. Okay, yeah. And I get the whole concept of having like the gas engine charge the generators, like mm-hmm. that charge the battery when you right. hit the brakes, it charges the battery. Cool. Yeah. Like there's you got fifty fifty. Right. I was getting like. Almost 50 miles a gallon, I think. Hmm. I had it for two weeks, drove to work, commuted 40 miles a day, and I think I used half a tank. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Half a tank. I was like, cool. Yeah. That's not so bad. So I, I feel like the ideas of going electric and having solar, they're great ideas, but I don't think there's enough like... Uh, it hasn't been tweaked enough to actually yeah, benefit us. To benefit anything. And besides which, nobody's ever going to benefit us 100%. It's usually so they can benefit their fucking pockets. Yeah, nobody more. wants to talk about, like, how much land you have to destroy to, to mine cobalt and shit mm-hmm. for these lithium batteries. Right. And when they get old, what are you going to do with them? Somehow fucking figure out what to do with them and recycle <clears throat> them. And, That's what I'm saying. A lead yeah. battery, you can take the lead parts and melt them down and re- recycle the lead. Like, right. 90% of the batteries. Okay. Like, lithium, you can't recycle it. Mm-hmm. And if you can, it's probably very like minimal right. percentage of what you can and can't. But damn, yeah, yeah. it's going to be some time before we see any benefits, and if and we see any, but I don't know, man. It's, it's a it's a weird fucking slippery slope that I'm looking at, kind of going. Uh, this seems weird, but I do know I want me a, like a nice little M3 before they stop selling these motherfucking <laughs> gas powered cars around this bitch, because I know it's going to be a time when they're going to probably go from. Thirty grand for a used one at like a hundred thousand miles to like eighty. Like that's a 90. vintage collector's item now. Yeah, exactly. Like they'd had the Castro Valley Cruise and the Good Guys Car Show last weekend, and it was a lot of motherfuckers with some dope fucking cars. And somebody had put a comment on uh, on next door of like, "Yo, there's gonna be a time when this shit is gonna get real small because it'll be." even less of a crowd because there's a lot of people who are just going to stop buying any type of gas powered anything. 
That's kind of hard to do, though. What do you mean? I'm like, we got, what, 300, and, 300 million people in the United States? Three, 350 340, million. 340, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Yeah. And not all of them have cars, but you do have people that make up for the people that don't by, you know. Having multiple. Having multiple cars, mm-hmm. three, four cars. Sure. So you can't force these people to be like, you know what? You got a gas-powered car? I'm sorry, we're no longer supporting that. Nah, man, but you know how us as humans are. Once you throw some shit in somebody's face enough, you start to change their fucking mind. You do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's product placement, it's marketing, it's shit like that. Now, right now, they're doing a good job of doing shit like that, but it's they're not jamming it down your throat yet. And I think they're going to wait till the last minute to do it to really make people panic and shit. And I'm not trying to say it as if it's going to be like some thing where there's like, yo, you don't get one right now. You off the road. It's not going to be that. But we're going to see the infrastructure change to where it's like, oh, shit, I got to do this. And that's when they'll take advantage of like, yo, come get one of these motherfuckers. And a lot of more companies are making them now. Like that new, um, not Kia, fuck, Kia and Hyundai are tied at the hip. Hyundai's got the, uh, I can't think of the name of the car. There's a five, which is the sedan. And the six is the compact SUV. It's got some weird, wacky fucking name, but they've made their own electric car. Like, it's the answer to Tesla, uh, like mm. everybody else is doing. And it's a nice fucking car. So now that you're getting more manufacturers doing it, more body styles and shit like that, the Tesla is not really that great looking to me. However, I am, like, German engineering a fan. You feel right, me? So right. now that I see the... The Hyundai is shaped and uh, kind of looks like a Audi. And to me, I was kind of like, oh, that, that shit kind of clean. So it's got me interested. I'm not ready to pull the trigger, but it's got me interested. You know? Yeah, uh, I haven't seen nothing. Like Rivian, I've seen the Rivian trucks. Those are dope. Headlights are hideous. It, they are hideous, but they're 90 grand, so you can... The fully loaded one's 150. That's fucking crazy. 150 for an electric fucking truck. That's crazy as a motherfucker. Like, they got all the tailgating shit. I think they try to sell people on, like, little features. Yeah, well. Like, you can pull up to a fucking tailgate party and just start cooking. Like, okay. Like, how often are you going to use that? I can fucking grill, though. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck in are you talking about? my fucking beater-ass truck that's, like, two grand. Straight up. So, I don't know. Like, I haven't found... I've seen Mercedes. I've seen Mercedes. It's like, an E something. Mm-hmm. Like, their electric shit. Okay. Like, Four forty s or some shit. I don't know. They're like a hundred thousand dollars too. But yeah. I feel like cars, like any type of luxury vehicle, is a sixty thousand plus now. Straight up, yeah. I need the I need the good um, the good cheap version because I don't. I'm not trying to pay all that money for. If I'm buying an electric car just because it's going to be the standard or whatever the fuck, then give me something that's easy enough to pay for. But I don't want to start working myself to death to pay for a fucking car because y'all changed the game. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's what I'm not. What I don't like is like there's been some Tesla owners who were like, yo, my car don't work. It's right. shit updated and the fucking thing won't turn on. Yeah, my car is a computer now. So and I feel like once you have 80% of the population riding around these fucking electric cars. Yeah. It's going to be a bunch of motherfuckers. Hey, we'll just shut your shit off. Yeah. 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 I don't like it either. I don't yeah. want to be a conspiracy theorist or yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's, it's moving towards that, but it's it like is. a lot. Like, it's that a phone. Is, that is a fucking... Yeah, so your phone is like, it's in your pocket. 
they tap in, they they pull your fucking yeah. searches and they try to advertise yeah. shit that you've searched. Okay. Fine. Let's take it cool. there. Let's take it there. Okay. Now they now they searching your phone to see where you have or no, they're going through your phone to see where you search to market towards you, right? Okay. Right. Let's go further. Now they're looking at your locations on your GPS on your fucking car to see where you go and then market that shit towards you. Oh, right. we see that this motherfucker be over here all the time. He must like da 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 da. So right. let's start pushing this at you. I mean, at some point, it's got to stop, man. Yeah, that's that's where, you know like, that's the whole conspiracy shit is like. Is it know, a conspiracy? If no. something happens, right? Like, I don't know, a natural disaster, mm-hmm. and they try to regulate the flow of traffic and everybody leaving the area. Right. Shut, fuck it, shut their cars down. We'll keep them there. Right, right. We can't have y'all all on the road at one we time. We can't have everybody leaving this fucking area because it's a fucking epicenter or whatever happened well like, there go we chris driving past me in his fucking m3 m3 because that motherfucker don't get shit down gas, straight. <laughs> he can't find a gas station <laughs> i couldn't find a chevron i can get far enough though straight but, up listen i'll you know you yeah. can run your car off some moonshine it's probably not good for your pistons but fuck it you get somewhere though hey, get somewhere last ditch efforts man um next up on the grown folk podcast uh what do you think about the... I know you haven't seen them because in pre, pre-production we was talking about it and you was kind of like, I'm not familiar. But I want to bring this up to you because we're talking about electric cars and Teslas and shit. The uh, CEO of Tesla, Elon Musk, has um, him and some other gentlemen who had an idea, which he thought was a great idea, and put a lot of his money into the project. Um, it's called Boxable, B-O-X-A-B-L. And Boxable is a, it's a manufactured home and it's about 375 square feet. It's a, it's like a square, right? Right. And, um, the way it's rolled out, um, is that it comes off of a a truck, the back of a truck and it's this big fucking slat. It's, it's basically flat and it looks like just a billboard. Basically, once they take it off, they put it on whatever, you know, uh, foundation you want right. to unbox it on. And thus the name Boxable. Um, they basically pull one side down and then the rest of the motherfucker just unfolds. It's like a transformer and it unfolds into this box. Uh, and I don't I'm not sure the dimensions, but I, I do know it's like 375 square feet. Uh, the Cosita is the name of the first model that they're rolling out. Um, they're putting them at 50 grand, 375 square feet. If you see the inside, it's furnished inside, which is another thing. All these furnishings come in with it, a refrigerator, a washer dryer, a television, um, obviously couches and, you know, that type of furniture that's on you, but the essential furniture, like an AC unit, um, where you get a pick list of what you want. No, it comes it with just it. Comes with it, and so it's like a that's, standard. That's my understanding from watching some of the uh, shit last night. Um, the thing that I kind of see that's useful for it is they're trying to say that it's gonna it's gonna answer the housing crisis um, because it's fifty grand, and they they have their own financing. So fifty thousand dollars. If you're not worried about a lot of space and shit, then you can get this boxable, which would put you and your girl under a roof uh, that has, again, solar panels. But this, you're not renting these. This is, 
your fucking solar panels. I feel like that's not an answer to the housing crisis, though. It's $50,000. Not to shit on the idea, but I mean, like, at least me personally, like, I would prefer a house. Like, garage, backyard. Yes. Like, because even, okay, so now you say you buy this fucking box. Mm Mm-hmm. You still need land to put it on. That's true. You need space. You need a, a foundation. Uh, YD has shown me the way. He has a, a website that he showed me that's basically, you can buy land. You can buy little plots of land. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That are yeah, yeah. that are actually, that zip, different zoning is available. So you just go into your search and go, I want residential zoning. And they'll show you over here, you can buy some residential land for this much money, which to be honest with you, um, I've seen some that's not a lot of money. Um, but if I'm going to be honest with the boxable, it only seems as if first for me, right? Because at this point, again, I'm renting, right? Right. I'm looking to move out of state at some point. If I could ever make that transition with work and all that kind of shit. Um, DeAndre's getting to a point now where he's getting to an age at some point he's going to be, you know, moving along. Right. 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 Um, and it's going to be three of us. So right now I'm renting this big ass house and, Motherfucker, I ain't been here in two weeks. I'm sitting there looking at that room that I'm paying an extra <laughs> G for going, yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't know if this is really, uh, if, if this motherfucker don't come home in another month, I'm yeah. like, I have to have a conversation. Like, so what you doing, G? Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at here is that um, if I'm going to move and go someplace else, <clears throat> I got to figure out, do I want to buy a house? And then I got to think about the fact that my daughter's getting to that age too, within like another 10 15 years, she might be in the same position of like, yo, I'm not going to be living here. Do I want to buy this big ass house that me and my wife are only going to be in for, you know, when we get old and decrepit? Do I want to buy like a boxable? However, I'm looking at like a boxable and some land, 50 grand for the boxable. Um, 10 thou out for the land if you want something Depending big. On the acreage, yeah. Right. Square and footage of your property. So let's think about it. Now you got. A 375-square-foot home, in parentheses, in, in quotations, uh, and then you're paying for the land, and then, obviously, you're going to have to make some adjustments to the land to get a driveway to to do Which some is, type of... Getting a driveway paved is probably going to cost you more than the boxable. You think it's more than 50? Absolutely. So, you're going to... Listen, like, there's a lot of... A lot of Variables. Plumbing... Yes. You got to do the no plumbing. plumbing. Right, right. There's no electricity. Right. There's. Well, the electricity is through your solar. Solar, but that's fine. Yeah. Because it's only going to power what's inside there. And there's not a lot. Right. But then you got to replace solar panels. Yes. So yes. You got your, your zoning, your mm-hmm. foundation pad, mm-hmm. which you're going to have to have concreted below the frost line. So they're going to have to dig it out. Right. Pour the cement, whatever. Right. Driveway, depending on how long your driveway is from the road. Yep. 20 to 50 grand, depending on how wide you want it, how long you want it. Yeah. Uh, garage. Probably have to have some type of hangar built or yeah. shed for mm-hmm. some type of garage if you want a garage. Yeah. Or you're just going to keep your shit outside. Yeah. Um, plumbing issues. Yeah. Uh, like, even though you bought your land, you're still going to have to, like, have... Some type of access for mail. Yeah, that's got to. Yeah, 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 for like, sure. It's got to be registered through the fucking like mm-hmm. state. Like, there's a lot of shit that goes into that. Yeah, it's not just 
Yeah, unfold it's that motherfucker just, in that yeah, field. We yeah, good. Yeah. I know that. You, but I mean, you could, but. Yeah, but it ain't going to, you ain't going to, you know, you'll right, do it right. and then go, damn, so I didn't think about all this. Right. There's a lot of shit that goes into that. But so, I guess if you had the money, then, you know. Yeah. You can get, get it going. Okay. 375, right? Square feet. Here's where, here's my, I don't go as deep as you, which I, I, I like bringing this shit up to you because you give me way more shit to think about. Here's my, <laughs> uh, here's my original thought. 375 square feet. I'm like 50 grand. I don't know if this 375 square feet is going to be enough for me. You know, like you and your wife have a disagreement. Go in your corner and I'll go in mine. And I can yeah. still see your monkey ass from right here. So we still have to look yeah. at each other, even though I just want to be by myself to think right now. Because, listen, life ain't perfect. When you, you know, if you got a big place, you like, you know what? I'm going upstairs to the other side of the house. Upstairs. You go downstairs to the other side of the house. And we ain't got to see each other for the afternoon. We can think about this shit and go talk about it later. And I'm pounding on the floor everywhere I go to. Right. Footed. Boom, boom, boom. I'm boom, pissed. Just to piss you off downstairs. Now, listen. Now, if I got a boxable, it's like. I want to watch TV, but there's only one fucking TV in here. So now it's kind of like you ain't got no space. I'm thinking in this, you know, not just because of an argument, but just having some space. Because I don't know if I particularly would be cool with 375 square feet of room. So I'm going, okay, what if I could knock down a wall or maybe even two walls on my boxable and put four boxables together to make this motherfucker a little bigger. Now, if that was a possibility, I'm assuming in the future, they're going to do something to where there's bigger models. Cause there's also other manufacturers who are coming out with bigger and more different scaled models. So I'm going, okay, this will be a thing. But if I'm putting a price point of one box, what 50 grand, by the time I put four of them together, I'm at 200,000 plus the plumbing and all the things you just told me about. So now I'm looking at like 400 plus, to 500 plus a bigger foundation to support the weight. Yes. Yes. All the things you have to do. Right. Now if I'm looking at for instance my boy live up in Carson. I went down there, looked at some brand new houses being built around 500 grand in Nevada for a house that's being built now. As a matter of fact, you buy it, tell them what you want and it's 6 to 7 months out. From when it's finished. Right, right. We're still we're looking at five hundred grand. So at that point, you might as well just gonna get you a normal motherfucking house that's got the plumbing and all that shit put into it instead of you doing it yourself and actually buying a manufactured home to put on top of this that you just did. And it's basically just like everybody else's shit. I don't as you just stated, I don't know that this is the answer to the housing crisis. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. it sounds great. Everything sounds really good. But in real, real aspects of money, time, effort, is it really that much better than trying to get a house? You know what I'm saying? Uh, could I buy a boxable and rent it? Like if I had all this shit in place? Sure. But you ain't even making no money off that. So a lot of people forget that you can have a house built by a company. Absolutely. You go buy an acre of land and have someone come in there and build you a fucking house for like almost the price of buying one. Right. And it's to your Usually specs. it's a little less. Yeah, it is. not like extra taxes on that shit. Like, I've actually looked that up, to be honest, now that we're talking yeah, about well, it. I would say it's cheaper, but like with the price of inflation and fucking right now, lumber right now labor is and crazy. Materials and right. labor right now yes. are different. Yes. So it's not going to be as profitable. So before you were able to like maybe have a house built for like 300000 Yeah. 
which like would equate to like buying a house at like four, four fifty. It was in like that fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollar range that you would save by having your house built. Yeah. Well, shit. We're in the Bay Area where we just talked about it. If you really want to find the cheapest house you could find out here, it's usually you know in a decent area. You're looking at eight. Would you call it eight and a half, nine hundred thousand? <clears throat> that was your estimation at the time in the Bay Area. Yeah, you can go <clears throat> to places like Antioch, and you could probably get. But they're pushing like four or five now. Four or five hundred thousand in Antioch yeah, for a fucking three bedroom, two bath, like nothing single, maybe two car garage. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. That I don't know because I've never looked at Antioch. I don't even want to look out that way. I'm just saying that's where like the cheaper houses are. But if you want like in the Bay Area, like yeah, East Bay or fucking like just yeah, say without East Bay, that's like where we're living at. But right, right. You're looking at no less than fucking eight. Right. So I'm thinking of building a house for three hundred thousand plus all the extra shit that comes with it. Probably another hundred thousand, maybe, and then buying the land. You still getting out. Like two, three hundred thousand ahead, right? And I've looked at that too, and I've actually Googled this shit, and people were like, "Yeah, this, that, and the other thing." I'm looking at the Land Watch uh, website, and it's like for land in a nice fucking area, Redwood City, fucking even into La Honda and all that shit out there. Like the land is what, like fucking, you know, you can get it for like sixty, seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know what I'm saying? For it's yeah. you're gonna be off the grid, kind of, and I'm sure it's not plumbed. But no, yeah. Even though you, you know what I'm saying, use natural gas. You can use propane out there and shit. Yeah, septic if you want. But nah, never that. I'm cool. I mean, it's underground. I know it is, but I've just heard horror stories from my partner who used to do that shit, and he was like, "Yeah, it's it gets it gets rough." I think it depends on. I mean, if it's old, yeah. I'm talking about houses that are like fifty plus years old with septic, who like you know, right? But do you want that? Like, if you're building a house and then. You got all this state of the art shit, but your shit is on a septic tank, like for real. I don't. I'm way too bougie for that. I think if it was new and you were like, just you and your wife. Nah, you see, you good with that kind of shit. I'm too bougie for that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do that kind of shit because you're gonna be like, I'm gonna go out here and fix this shit. I'm gonna be sitting there going, I don't feel like doing all that, man. Call the motherfucker who come and fix this. I'm not fixing shit. That's what that, but that, see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I will, I will fix it, but I'm not fixing shit. Is what I mean. Like that's what I'm trying to say. But see, but you handy like story. that. I'm I'm at a job where I fuck around and fix shit all day, and I'm kind of like, you know, man, fuck that. I am not finna get out here and start getting on my hands and knees after a hard day's work or on the weekends to try to fuck with this thing. Especially if I don't put out all this money to build this house on this piece of land and you know do some dream shit. Right. Fuck that, man. So, again, I would just rather go through the process of paying for the shit that I want done so that I ain't got no issues. But my point in this is that I agree with you where people forget you could build a motherfucking house. And I think it's easier. It, you ain't got to deal with the shit that somebody else did already or fuck the yeah, house up in every, this way or that every, way. Every house in this whole neighborhood is identical. Right. Exactly. The layouts are the same. They're just flipped. Yeah. Like your garage might be on the left side of the house, but your neighbor's house is identical and their garage is on the right side. Yep. Yep. And it's fucking, it's kind of ridiculous. It's funny because you like, 
I know what the inside of your house looks like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, all the all the floor plans are the same. I mean, that's the same thing when I was looking at those places in Carson. It's all the houses are cookie cutter. You know what I mean? There's four different floor plans. So if you that's look out, yeah, out, yeah. outside of the house, you go, oh, yeah, I've seen this model. Not only that, but they're slamming them next together. Like, you have four feet on the side of your house between a fence. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have enough to push a fucking trash can through. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm um, I'm really I'm not, not that. I don't want to like be in my shower and look across ten feet and see my neighbor. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. I'm see. I'm I'm fly with that. Like I'm, I put some blinds and some curtains. We good. Fuck all that. However, I don't like that in San Francisco. Like how you're, you're fucking pressed. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I need some room. I need some room. But I'm I'm. That's not a concern of mine. My concern more or less is like getting something that's worth my money. You know what I mean? At this point, instead of buying something I feel like because I can afford it. Yeah. Building is the way to go. Yeah. I agree. You get, to, you get to customize your floor plan. Yep. Where you want shit. Like, you know, it's up to you. And then at the end of the day, it's like, I designed this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely don't want a two story house because I'm getting old and I'm like, bro, what happens when my legs start to go out? Or Just I'm, get an elevator, bro. That's true. I could always fix the motherfucker, too. Yeah. Mm. That's See, a good point. There you go. Yep. Wheelchair well, accessible. Yeah. I don't know. You ain't never seen those movies or... I, actually, I've been into a home that has the wheelchair lift or the lift for the person that goes up, up the stairs. stairs. Yeah. That, I don't know if I could ever put myself in one of those just and feel sure normal. make sure you carry some snacks in your pocket. Yeah, I was just going to say, that shit is slow as fuck, A1. B, if there's a fire, you shit out of luck. You know what I mean? Like, load yourself onto this fucking chair as an old dude and try to lower the fucking chair like as the sliding, fire is blazing. Sliding down and the fire is just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't go fast enough. It's That sounds like a fucking nightmare. I'm cool. I think I'll just roll myself down the stairs. I think I would... Yeah, I was going to say, I think I would just... I'm going to get a piece of cardboard and be like, shit, I'll see you at the bottom. Oh, let's go blanket trick and just hold the Yeah, and like it's a fucking thing. sled, yeah, man. Yeah. Try to keep yourself upright. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. I... I Obviously, it's been a thought in my head for a while now, just with the Bay Area housing prices and the, and the housing market in general in the United States. It's like, damn, what are we going to do? But, you know, right now I'm sustaining, so it's like, whatever. But, I mean, we're not all, I know not everybody can, can do it. It's just like, what can you afford? And at that point, if you're just going to buy something in an area that you can't afford because you're forced to, what you going to feel about that in like 10 years? You know what I mean? After you're already there and you kind of like, fuck, man, I did this, but I didn't really want to. It's just I had no choice. You know what I mean? I think the way uh, the youngsters are growing up, they don't they don't want to be homeowners. You think? There's a lot of people who just, they're not handy. Yeah. They're like techs. Right, right, right. Techies, like they don't want to own a house. Yeah, they, they can fix they the Wi-Fi. the fucking grass. Yeah. You got to do shit with your hands and right. like that shit's out. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Like, oh, your fucking toilet needs to be replaced. They're either going to call mm-hmm. or they're just going to, you know. Yep. I do that shit myself. Right. Like, shut the fucking water off. Pull the fucking bolts out. Yeah. Fucking pull the toilet off. Put it back you on. Know, Put a new one on. Place the wax ring. Throw, throw a new one on. Whatever the fuck you need to do. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't want to do that shit. They just want to be able to say, hey, my sink's not working. Right. And that's it. And the fucking, you know, the yeah. landlord sends somebody out to fucking fix it or whatever. Nobody, like, I don't know. Oh, trust me. Even renting, like, you could sit here and go, oh, yeah, I'd rather rent something so somebody come fix your shit. Listen, 
it don't be like that. Like our shit will take a shit, something will go wrong, and then you call these motherfuckers, and they're like, yeah, we close right now. Because obviously nothing's going to go wrong between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. It's usually at night when you're fucking around using the fridge or the stove or whatever. That's well, when it breaks. And then you got to call the motherfuckers. They don't get in until 8 the next day. Then they got to schedule <laughs> some shit. you sitting around for no refrigerator for three days. You know, like when we moved in, bad. we were smart enough to keep our old refrigerator. They had some appliances already in there. So I'm like, let's keep the fridge. And we kind of... Slap it in the garage. Exactly. Yeah. Push that bitch against the wall. Let's just... We'll keep fucking water and shit in it. All of a sudden, the fridge start going bad. I'm like, hey, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Move all this shit into the garage. And then, you know, we figured it out. I Actually, up- a freezer, if you don't open it, it'll stay fucking frozen for a few days. Yeah. Off top. As long as there's something in there. It didn't go out. It was just making a fucking noise and it was pissing me off. I'm like, yo, what is that? But... Not to get all boring and shit. However, like I said, the point I was making is most people want to rent so that things yeah. go wrong and somebody comes and fixes it. Because if you own the home, that it's on you. You either call someone yourself to come fix it and you pay for it or... Or you fix it yourself. Right. The new shit is like these fucking apartments or condo. I guess, I don't know, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. These little tiny fucking living spaces. They're like being built on top of shops. I don't know if you've seen that. Absolutely. Uh, like the whole the, bottom floor is like a fucking shopping center. Right, on Foothill. Yes. Yep. That's And there's a city sports there, too. Yep. They did it in Oakland on Broadway, too. No shit. Yeah. So, like, it's like restaurants mm-hmm. and little fucking little bars and hangout little areas. And then it's like above that, it's like balconies where people live. Think about this. They're $8,000 per month. It's ridiculous, but it's also ease of access. Right. I understand the ease of access. Would I live in one? If it was cheap enough, maybe. But the ease of access is downstairs, you have a fucking subway, a Starbucks, a gym, a movie theater on the next block, um, a grocery store across the street, blah, 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 a gas station on the corner. Everything that you need is within... 100 to 200 feet of where you live. And all you got to do is take a fucking elevator up to your house and take your shit back upstairs and you good. Ease of access. I definitely understand it and it has become a trend. I'm looking at this happening in the Bay Area a lot. Basically storefronts, like you said, on the bottom and then all residential up above. Um, It looks dope. It looks really uh, clean. But this ain't new. This is like, if you think yeah, about old New York. Old, old liquor stores where people like, the owner exactly. would fucking live above his shop. Right. Or in Chicago where it's kind of like, you know, there's, here's the fucking storefront and right next to it, there's a door where you go into this shallow hallway up the stairs and then all the fucking living spaces right, up right. above it are accessed. Yeah. It's not new, like you said, but I think it's being uh, modernized. Absolutely. Perfect way. So it's not going to be a convenience store, but it's going to be a shopping center. Exactly. With like, like you said, the Starbucks, Mm -hmm. the fucking Subways. Yep. Yeah. Popular shit. Yeah. And the more, uh, obviously, corporate owned shit is moving in there. It's not moms and pops. And that's the kind of the problem that they're putting moms and pops out of business because they're like, yo, we're just going to move all these homes, condos or apartments, whatever you want to call it into these uh residentials right up above these big corporations um stores and that basically makes it to where you're like fuck the donut shop down the street Mm -hmm. fuck i need that for i go downstairs to starbucks yeah and they you know i mean not the starbucks ain't been killing mom and pop coffee and donut shops for a long time but 
basically now that you have it right at your fucking fingertips, you don't even have a choice anymore. You know, like who's gonna go down the street? You're not gonna inconvenience blocks? yourself to go to your Absolutely favorite coffee not. shop when there's one downstairs. Mm-mm. Like the one on Foothill, you gonna get a used city to sports, big ass parking lot. Yeah, but it's like across the street's a fucking bank, Safeway, Lucky's. Oh yeah, Safeway, Safeway. Safeway. Yep. There's an IHOP mm-hmm. across the street from there. Yep. Yep. There's like, and then just downtown, like Hayward, where there's yeah, the movie theater is yeah. a block away. Yeah. And then there's like Main Street. Yeah. Which has all the fucking yeah, Metro Taqueria and yeah, fucking Buffalo yeah. or Wild Willies or whatever the fuck they call that. Buffalo yeah. Bills. Yeah. Buffalo I think Bills. they closed. Did they? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? The point that we're making right now is that everything is there and it's the yeah, easy access. Yeah, they to centralize everything into your living quarters. Oh, they've been doing it. You be, you can see they was mm-hmm. shutting a lot of shit down in that area of like, yeah, we're going to get rid of this shit. They charge you a premium for that shit too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying no premium. I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Because at the end of the day, like you said, you're still sharing walls. You're sharing floors and ceilings. Right. Yeah. Never forget the next motherfucker might not be so cool about it. And you are either uh, late night sitting there watching a movie and they're out in the next fucking place, you know, doing something on the, you know, in their place or living below somebody's even worse, depending on the structure Mm -hmm. of the place. You know, I've. I've lived in apartments where somebody just walking through their living room is kind of like an earthquake on your in Yeah, your place. I feel like that's the older buildings. Uh, yeah. Like Yeah, of course, yeah. Now, now retrofitting and shit. Yeah, 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 especially in California. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like it just it doesn't feel right being that close to people. Now, if you if you're good with that, and again, we're saying this, the new generation, a lot of tech professionals, these motherfuckers be at work for so long. That it's kind of like I just go home to go to sleep. I have a drink on Fridays yeah, and Saturdays yeah. and be out. They don't until even drive. They like taking Ubers and ride shares. Yeah, because yeah. they can afford it. But yeah, it's the new thing. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Because listen, you try to sell me a fucking two hundred fifty square foot apartment for eight thousand dollars a month. Yeah, you can have that. No shit. Yeah, one of our accounts that. at work is a um, it's a fucking high rise tower on Fourteenth um, and Franklin. And they, they charge eight racks. Now, do they have some nice shit? Oh, yeah, you bet they fucking do. And the people I see living there, they, they seem to have some money. But the point I'm making is, like, the gym is upstairs. They have their own, like, bar that's open on certain right. nights. Yeah. You can tell this is made for, for professionals who live or work or who work in the area and just want to live close. It's right in the middle of some bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right as you come out your front door, there's all kinds of jump dumb shit. Oh, of jumping course. off around that's, you. That's why you yeah. stay inside. Exactly. And they make everything at your fingertips so you ain't gotta go nowhere. Mm-hmm. But um it's it's quite a quite a sight. Um I wanna wrap this up with one topic. And I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's definitely on the uh, young professionals and newer generation uh subject okay. we've been on. Quiet quitting. Have you heard of this term? Quiet quitting. Yes, sir. Quiet quitting. Nope. Okay. Let me give you a little bit of a synopsis of what this means or a little background. I feel as if quiet quitting is a term that has been made by employers since the pandemic in order to somehow, and again, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist because then it's kind of like, well, who came up with this term? One person passed it on. How does that work? Quiet quitting means people are doing the bare minimum at their job in order to keep their job. Nobody goes above and beyond anymore. 
what do I think this means? What I kind of feel like it means is, for instance, my wife is now filling in for a spot because since the pandemic, not a lot of people want to work or I don't know how that works with certain people because I know I got bills to pay. What it is, is one person that filled in her shoes when she got promoted up, had to do her old job. So since they couldn't fill that spot, my wife had to do both jobs until they filled up the spot. Now, they've tried hiring people. They hired one person. She couldn't cut the fucking mustard and ended up quitting because the job was too hard. Right. Okay. So now my wife is doing both jobs again and waiting for someone to fill up that position so that she doesn't have to do the two jobs. Well, when her boss goes on vacation, then she does three fucking jobs. Okay. Right. right. Now, my daughter Mm -hmm. gets sick. My wife has been doing this since March and has been pissed off, but they've given her a couple hours of overtime, even though she's doing the job of, of two people, pe- yeah. two people and sometimes three. Well, her job included. yeah, Right. And no one's giving her like a bump in wage of like, well, since we're not paying for one person's salary here because it's empty and this other person's holding it down, maybe we should stipend half of that salary. We'd still be making that money per per year. Uh, to ourselves, but we should give it to that person for holding it down. They can't even do that. What they're doing is they're giving her a few hours of overtime every every day, um, or every check, I should say, or every week. Right. Which to me, I would have a fucking issue, but she's a different person, right? So she's just trying to be patient and hang in there. The other day, she has to stay home. My daughter has a fucking fever. She's like, you know what? I'm staying home. I'm staying with my daughter. Her boss gave her some fucking attitude. Seems as if this quiet quitting shit. Is something that her boss would say, which is kind of like, yo, you got to come into the office or whoa, whoa, whoa. My wife goes above and beyond and don't fucking complain. I'm doing three jobs sometimes. But when I have to take some fucking time off, it's a problem. You're going to get at me, right. which puts me in a position where I'm like, yeah, maybe you should be on some quiet quitting shit of like, hey, bitch, listen, I'm going to do one job, which is the one I was hired for and that you pay me for. The other two, when you're gone, I don't know. Catch up when you get home, get back home. And the other job, my old job that you can't seem to find somebody for, not my motherfucking problem because I'm not the department head. I just do one job. Now, if she wanted to be that asshole, she could be the quiet quitter. But at the same time, like we try to make this term quiet quitting, but that's your fucking job. It's in the description of what we pay you for. It doesn't say that I have to cover this and cover that when somebody's gone. So if you're doing above and beyond at your job, I'm talking to anybody listening to this. If you go above and beyond, understand this. Going above and beyond only means that at some point they're going to expect you to go above and beyond all the time. At our job, the same thing. If something takes two days for somebody to accomplish and you do it in one, guess what? Once you let them know you did it in one day. You fucked everybody else because now everyone else is expected to do it in one day. Yep. I tell people that all the time at work. Yeah. I said, don't do everything. No. Chill out. Because if you do everything, one time you have, let's say you feel good. Yeah. You got some coffee in you. Mm -hmm. It's fucking Friday payday and you bust out every fucking thing. Right. But you worked your ass off. Mm Mm-hmm. That's expected now. Yeah. And once that's expected, oh, well, so-and-so did it in one day. You can too. I might not be fucking as fast or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like cutting corners or whatever the fuck. How did that person, like, you know, finish all this work? Mm -hmm. Did they cut corners? Was the job done right? Right. And I feel like that type of quiet quitting shit that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. 
happens in non-union jobs. Yeah, yeah. Because oddly enough, when my you're wife unionized, is, yeah, I, I work at the hospital and motherfuckers were in a union. Yes, people are like, I don't get paid per item. Period. Like when we when we reprocess, yeah, like endoscopy scopes, yeah, I don't get paid per scope. Mm-hmm. I get paid per hour. Yeah, if if I if I do the bare minimum. You can't, as management, they can't go to the union and say, hey, your, this employee is doing this. So what? They're working. Right. Doesn't matter how many they did. If this employee did 15 and this motherfucker did three, mm-hmm. he's working. Seems like a frustration that employers are dealing with where it's kind of like, we need shit getting done and some of these people we're hiring don't want to do it. But I feel like quiet quitting is a cop out because how about quietly paying me extra for the more shit I do? Because that shit ain't right. going to happen. Yeah, because you had two people doing this job. And how much were you paying them a year? 40000 50000 Right. Now you got one person doing Take it. Take a third still- of that. Give me fifteen, and give me fifteen from them. Make it 30 Add that shit. Right. If you could do that, you Bump get- me $10. Straight up. But see, nobody wants to pay you for what the extra you're doing. There's no, no. bonuses, no, no incentives, no, 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 no. It's basically like, yo, we want you to do this job. If you go above and beyond, we'll applaud it. We ain't going to tell you we applaud it. We ain't going to give you no fucking right. award or no certificate or no bonus or no raise, but we applaud it. If you don't do enough for us, then we're going to get on your ass. I feel like if it, Stop was, it. If it was in, if the ball was in my park, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to do the work. Right. And I'm going to show you what work I can do. Absolutely. For what you're paying me. Yes. Then I'm going to show you what work I can do for the other two positions. So now right. I'm holding three positions. Right. And I'm going to show you that I can maintain it all. Mm-hmm. The problem is when I ask for some fucking money yeah. and you tell me no, I'm going to show you what I fucking can do when you're paying me as a one right. position. And can't give me that yeah. extra. Just like, you know, like when companies say hiring starting at 19 all the way up to 28. Yeah. What the well, fuck? How do I get paid mean? 28? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can show you what I can do for $19, but I can also show you what I can do for $28 an hour. Absolutely, so, yeah. How, like, you know, no, where are you going to categorize me at? Employers, understand this. Just give us a clear and concise description of what is expected. And that way, there ain't no quiet quitting. It's kind of like, yo, we need you to do one, two, three, A, B, C. If you can do that, then that's your job description. Now, if you can go above and beyond that, then we can give you a, you know, we can figure something out. Or, hey, man, if I see you can do A, B, C, one, two, three, that's cool. That position is yours. Now, if you can do more than that, then we need to have a talk about maybe bumping up your pay and giving you more responsibility. But it seems as if employers will give you more responsibility, more roles to fill, but will not pay you more. And then want to give you some bullshit turn of quiet quitting, which is kind of like, no, bro, I'm doing the job you paid me for. How about I'm fucking worn out? How about go fuck yourself, pay me more? You know, show me the money. This is that that ain't that's not that a, just a pop, cult, pop go, culture reference. That is a fucking real thing for free. Nah, the my fuck time. you mean, yeah. man? That's what I'm saying. Stop acting like shit ain't expensive. So you know, um, right? I think they they basically try to say that quiet quitting is having a work versus home mentality that's healthy. You know, like you have these professionals. Again, I think this is coming from these young professionals who get paid salary, and it's kind of like. Well, shit, my office has a whole ass cafeteria where the food is free. We have nap areas. We have a game room. We have a movie theater. That's because they want you to stay there 20 hours a day. 
I've been inside Google. Yeah. And it's like that. Mm-hmm. Long time ago. This was maybe 10 plus years ago. Right. Uh, you had scooters, electric scooters to get from building to building. Exactly. You went upstairs, fucking game rooms, right. lounges, pretty yeah. much, with ping pong tables. Yeah. A fucking bowl of fucking beer, like, on ice. Right. Uh, we on the wall, Xbox on the wall, mm-hmm. fucking computers, fucking pool tables, yeah. fucking, you walk down the hallway and it's an open fucking fridge. Right. Where there's, like, sushi. Yeah. But sandwiches, Red Bulls, Cokes, anything yeah. you fucking want. You never paid for it. You exactly. Just it's just it incentivized towards you. Yeah. Stocked all the time. And that's a write-off for them, so they don't give a fuck. Right. But when your work environment is like that, then people are going to do what's expected of them. Absolutely. Because you, you can, I mean. When you stop treating people like they're fucking kids at work. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, this is what we're expected of. This is what you're expected of. I need you to get all this done within so much amount of time. It Can you do it? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, here's the fucking perfect environment for when you need a break. Here's you need a to take your mind off of and it. And a good fucking pay wage. Right. Period. I'm getting my shit done. Straight up. I tell people all the time, like, you think if companies, like, let's say you had to get 40 hours a week done. Mm-hmm. Let's say you got rid of tardiness and all this bullshit. Yep. Like, I'm going to get to work when I get to work. Yeah. But when I get there, I'm going to do my eight hours. Right, right. Don't or your nine or like, ten. Hey, Chris, you were fucking late by five minutes today. I fucking showed up. Yeah, I'm here. Missed me with that bullshit, and I still did my eight hours. Now, I'm on some union shit to where I, I get there a half hour early. That way, nobody can ever say. I'm just saying, if late. you got rid of that shit, stop, like, late, motherfucker. Yeah. There's different variables that come into going to work. Like, if you had to commute. Your commute time changes every day because of sure. traffic. Sure. Uh, I've been fucking stuck in traffic because a motherfucker rolled the damn car in the middle of the damn freeway. Right. Like, hey, I'm going to be late. Oh, he ain't going to mark you late. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. my fucking fault. And I'm not leaving an hour or two before my shift to well, be at work. We work in different industries. I think the, uh, the industry that I'm referring to of, you know, young tech professionals and shit. You're at a place where it's kind of like, yo, you don't have a deadline per se. You don't have a time when work starts, that kind of shit. Some people are sleeping at their fucking job in the little fucking. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's a whole different thing. Over here, on the other hand, we live in, we, we work in different fields where it's kind of like your department opens at a certain time. My fucking, the businesses we work or contract for open at a certain time. We got to be there. So it's different. But I s- definitely see what you're saying. Take all the bullshit and micromanagement out of everything, and you'll get a lot more out of people. However, you tr- you still have this old mentality of like, yo, we got to keep our foot on a motherfucker's neck. So yeah. even if they do go above and beyond, we ain't going to remember that. We'll say, hey, good job, and keep it moving. But when you fuck up just a little bit, you got to hear about that's it. That's when we got to, yeah. Yeah. So that's the- I feel like companies are maximizing profit and overworking the employees that are there. And that's the problem is, is that now that people are doing the bare minimum just to get the fuck home and enjoy life, they're calling it quiet quitting. I encourage everybody. Yeah. Now they see it. Everybody needs to Google the term quiet quitting and understand that your job, if they, (coughs) excuse me, if they want more from you, then there needs to be a conversation of like, yo, well, if you want more from me, then I want more from you too. This is not a one way fucking street. 
And right. don't don't actually try to sit here and hold me hostage with this job and this paycheck as if nigga do more or you ain't gonna be able to pay your bills. Because no, fuck you. There's a lot of jobs out there. And I will leave. I, I hold the cards right about now. I will leave and then the other two positions that you couldn't fill, now you got three positions that you can't fill. Straight fuck up. You. Good fucking luck. And yes. you're the company department head, so at this point, they're going to look at you going, hey, yo, why do we have three spots that are open? Hey, guess what? We're going to have to shut down your branch. Right. <laughs> you laid off. Your too. productivity is not fucking Straight popping, up. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wanted everybody to know about quiet quitting. I read it and thought it was some straight bullshit. Didn't know where it came from, but just kind of was like, yo, word? question. Yeah, go for it. How much is... How much do you think Target makes per year? Oh, you know what? I think DeAndre had Googled this um, at one, one of our earlier episodes, but um, I don't know how much they make. The I know it's a I lot. Ask is because I went to Target fucking like three days ago. Yes. And I'm in Target. Yeah. And there's fucking... The amount of people that go to Target is substantial enough. Sure. Right. Sure. Throughout the whole fucking day, from open to close, there's people in that motherfucker. An influx of people at all times. Absolutely. You got two motherfuckers at a cashier register mm-hmm. and self checkout. Mm-hmm. How much are y'all making to where you can't fucking put some goddamn cashiers at each fucking register so I can just check out within five minutes? I don't That's know if I'm you really about. want those kind of problems. Home Depot, same yeah. shit. You right. go to Home Depot now, there's one motherfucker checking out lumber on the other side. Yeah. There's one motherfucker by the exit checking people out and then self-checkout. One person watching over a self-checkout. You, yeah. yeah. They got like four employees in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who the fuck works here? Because I don't know. I need help. Yeah. And I can't yeah. find a single fucking employee. Well, I think that's what we're talking about, which that's is kind of like, yeah. there's a shortage of employees. The fucking employers want these motherfuckers who actually are working there to go above and beyond and fill in for all the employees they missing. It's like, man, fucking suck my dick. But that's what I mean. Like, are y'all just faking these, like, applications? Like, oh, we're hiring, but you never hire? Because it's like, that's oh, well, we got to pay somebody to do that. Uh, I think they want to hire people. you just the staff that you have now? Right. I think they want to hire people and get people in those positions, but motherfuckers are picky choosy. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't want to work at no motherfucking Home Depot. Y'all, y'all, y'all be tripping. And, and I think Home Depot doesn't look like the best place to work. I think if you are near a Home Depot or you have some type of reason to work at a Home Depot, sure, that's going to be a thing where you're like, yeah, I got the job and it's conducive to my fucking schedule with the kids picking kids up, la, 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 la. If it works for you, that's perfect. But I don't think everybody's like rushing to the door at Home Depot. Like, yeah, I heard no, this was a great place to not, work. But, you know, it's a warehouse job. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing at McDonald's. It's the same motherfucker shaking the fries is taking your order. And you're like, well, they used to have <laughs> cashiers to do this shit, you know? Right. Yeah. And That's not no more. Like, are they just keeping the bare minimum staff that they can get away with? Or is like some other shit going on to where you're like, you know what? Let's maximize our profits by not hiring them. Mm, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, I mean, that's very fucking possible. And again, maybe that's where Quiet Queen came from. And they're just using, like, the whole COVID shit as a cover-up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, nobody's applying. Nobody wants to work. Maybe people do want to work, and you're just not hiring nobody. Or maybe the wages that you're... I mean, at nineteen fifty, I mean, yeah, yeah. $19? Like, you know... I don't know, man. $19 ain't really cutting it. You know, with my gas is... Not with the inflation rates. No. Nah. Yeah. 
you got inflation rates, but you don't have inflation wages. wages. Like, how the fuck that worked? Yeah, double my shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> might as well sell dope. You know what I mean? Listen. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's fucked, but, you know, um, I'll cross that bridge if I ever come to it. Right now, I'm doing something completely different where I'm not. That, that I mean, that affects everything, though. It absolutely that does. The stock markets. Have you ever felt like you just have to be in that fucking tunnel vision of like, bro, I can't deal with this shit. <clears throat> you can think about it. You can think about what's going on, but you definitely have to be in your lane <clears throat> and only concentrate on that because it's not enough time in a day. I feel that shit a lot. I recently I did, but the reason I say that is because checked my four hundred one k the other day. Oh, that shit gone down so much, bro. My shit has been stayed the same for like a whole fucking. Oh, they killed us with that shit. I, I let I so listen. I let Vanguard manage my shit because mm-hmm. they know where to move shit and how right. to play it when yeah, yeah, they yeah. see numbers falling. Yep. My shit fell a few grand, came back, and it's been sitting at a good number for a year. Hasn't fucking moved. It went up three hundred bucks, and that. Is a reflection of how well the stock market does. Yeah. So at this point, I'm looking at it and going, maybe the stock market has finally just crashed, but they don't want to admit that. Because if they admit it, then, then it's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't talk about it. Don't to, talk about it. To all the different uh, world powers. Like, what happened to all these investors that were like pushing investments on you? Like invest in crypto, invest in stocks and AMC and fucking... Shit, they're on Twitter now. GameStop. Telling like, me to get into Doge. I'm like, fuck a Doge. Tripping. But yeah, I, I was just making a joke. Shit, but yeah, yeah they're but gone. But I'm saying like the shit is, I almost want to say the stock market's like gone. Mm. Like because companies are shutting down. Well, I just remember COVID how well Bitcoin was doing bullshit. when the stock market was good. Bitcoin was 60, fucking soaring. 7,000 or some shit. And now it's at 2019. No. 19. Today 19? was 19, oh. almost at 18. I, I haven't like, checked it because it's like, why? Yeah, no, I I, I don't have, I only have a couple bucks in it, but <clears throat> it definitely, anytime I get any alerts of it going up or down, I kind of get a better idea because it only fluctuates with the stock market. Right. So right. I'm just kind of, it gives me a better idea of what's popping off instead of having the fucking NASDAQ app on my fucking phone. You know what I mean? Because I'm right. not a yeah. complete fucking nerd. <clears throat> but it is a... Uh, it's kind of a, a sign where you kind of look at it and go, damn, that shit lower than motherfucker. Like at this point, I could probably get me a Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? Like affordably compared to before. I fuck around and buy one and the shit go down. So Right, exactly. That's why I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. Or you could be like the motherfucker who uh, had the Bitcoin and bought three pizzas with Bitcoins and now is slapping the fuck out of himself. Or the cat who had. Yeah, who lost it. The millions of the, Bitcoin. Who lost his password. Oh. The yeah. last it, thing I heard he was like he had three one. three tries or some shit. Yeah. I heard he had one try left. And Before I'm reset. I'm probably sitting there every day waking up with a stomach ache going, bruh, if today's the day I try this shit and it don't work, I am, I'm going to hang myself. Buy a bullet. Yeah. Like 40 cents. Fuck. That's crazy, bro. That is, those are some problems I don't ever want to have to deal with. I'd rather just be broke. Then have to know that I could have been I, rich. Oh my! Imagine that bullshit. Imagine you was like, "Yo, I was rich, just never touched That's the money." Like the people but now who have the winning lottery ticket and never turned it in, right? And didn't know. Go kill yourself. It's under your fucking seat. Kill yourself. Mm. 
Oh, I just won a jackpot for six hundred million dollars. Yeah, but and I'm that working shit. A fucking minimum wage job at fucking Jack in the Box doing overtime. Yeah, I bought. No, I bought a in winning a lottery ticket. Ass fucking car. I bought I a winning. Could have had that. I I bought one, but then I spilled coffee on the bitch, crumpled it up, and threw it away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I went to Seven Eleven, bought me a coffee and a lottery ticket, and I won. But I had spilled coffee on it and just kind of discarded it. I, like you can't just proceed normally through life no more. No. You're going to be sick forever. Yes. Always sick. See somebody come by in a nice car, pass a nice house and be like, bro, that could have been me. But Mm -hmm. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. That's why I don't. I don't know how I'm going to pay my cell phone bill this month, but I could have. That'd be the worst shit ever. I think that's worse than, fuck, that's worse than a lot of things. Yeah. To know that you could have had something. Could have. The could have, would have, should have. Could have, would have, should have. Cold-blooded. That's the, uh, (sighs) I think that's the name of the episode. Could have, would have, should have. Or it's going to have to be the Generational Professional Podcast, because we just got into some very... Priscilla, you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Our cousin hit us and was like, yeah, this podcast sounds really good now, the volume and everything y'all doing. I was like, oh, appreciate it. She was like, yeah, but y'all was a little extra last episode. (laughs) Me and DeAndre was talking a gang of like some misogynistic shit, so I'm kind of glad we got to get into some regular adult shit. And I uh, think it has to happen every once in a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Balance it out a little bit. Yeah. yeah and get people listening. And then next week, DeAndre would be back and we'd be talking about. Right back to the bullshit. Right back to the bullshit. And they'd be like, what happened? Yeah. Because we didn't, we didn't even like, you got some bullshit? The bullshit was the Tupac argument. Yeah. 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 All right. Now let's finish with some bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's been the motto for a it's while. A, I like that format. I definitely it works, like it. Absolutely. Every once in a while, like I said, you got to change it up. Yeah. You got to keep it on the, you know. On the ups. Uh, I think some people want to know about real life shit. Yeah, see, I didn't know none of that shit. Yeah. Like, uh, quiet quitting. Yeah, look it up. When we get out of here, Google quiet quitting. I'll also show you something, too. Uh, you, you mentioned those boxables. Yeah. It's cheaper to buy shipping containers. I've already looked up the shipping containers. As a matter of fact, on uh, OfferUp. A motherfucker selling these in Richmond for twenty five hundred a piece. Yep. However, I also Depends looked on at length. Yes, because there's forty and twenty. Forty foot. But they're all like eight grand. foot. Yeah. Uh, eight foot wide. Here's the deal. I watched the Indian lady on YouTube who gave us a breakdown and basically said, "Okay, yeah, it sounds like a great idea, but understand this. First of all, if you're going to take a wall out to put two of them together because mm-hmm. you only have eight feet. Right. Now think of this: when you have eight feet, these walls are corrugated steel." So the only thing that's actually structurally sound is the corners. So right. you have a whole 20-foot or 40-foot length that's going to have nothing but corrugated metal. And it's <clears throat> if you're going to put anything on the top or do anything like that, it's it's not going to be able to resist a lot of fucking pressure. No, but you can put some load-bearing steel I-beams in there. And Absolutely. So yeah. what her point was is don't think that you finna... And we talked about this with the boxables. Don't think you just finna buy some fucking... You're not just going to slap them. It needs some structural integrity. Well. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then even to get your shit to, um, to be able to put anything in them, you're going to have to put the fucking studs in there so that you can put drywall in it because it's, yeah, it's corrugated. corrugated too, yeah. So now you're <clears throat> on each side. drywall. You still got to frame out the wall. You've lost a foot on each side. So now you're working with six feet. Straight down. Uh, you might not a foot. I wouldn't say a foot. No. Well, yeah. Okay. So you're right. You probably lost five Two inch. inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe a foot altogether. Ten inches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah. But if you got two, you got sixteen feet. I mean, that's that's bigger than anyone's room. I mean, I'm gonna put it up on the screen right here. I don't know anybody listening, listening ain't gonna be able I've to seen see some it. Clean fucking ones. Absolutely. I'm almost I'm gonna show a few of them. Yeah. That there's one that they actually made in fuck. I think it was in Washington, I believe. But it's they made it. Turned it into a B Airbnb, and people have been booking the fuck out of it. I've seen them like put two like this, and then two sideways, and they overhang with like some support beams, right? And use it as like a car bay. Yeah, yeah, clean shit. There's there was a some type of thing in India where people were having, you know, there was a conference or a um, a gathering in where a lot of people with great ideas, engineers, architects, were basically trying to get their housing crisis in order and somebody had this idea of this fucking tower that basically had a, a design all the way up it just kept yeah, twisting up of, I've seen that. and it was all the yeah. fucking yeah it looked really yeah. dope but is it actually sustainable i don't know walking on steel like doom, doom, doom. yeah yeah yeah. That's, yeah it seems fucking and rough although they are cheaper yeah it does cost more to move them because you need heavy equipment now absolutely cranes you want to stack them sure so yeah. Boxables, you might not need. I mean, you still need a crane probably to deliver it. No, it's a it forklift. Oh, forklift. Yeah, because it's only so tall. You can actually get the forks up high enough, but you have to bring a fucking forklift with you or rent one wherever you're setting it down. Not that it's hard. Right. I'm just saying, you know, you have to rig the fucking top to put it on the forks, and then you know. Either way, um, there's a lot of hidden costs. I'm sure you know. Everybody just looks at it. Oh, fifty oh. grand, or well, since you've already seen them, I don't need to show you them. No, no, they are dope. Yeah, they're dope. They're dope. And I would like, I would love that shit. It just because your house looks clean as a motherfucker, but I don't know what the drawbacks are either. Yeah. <clears throat> I watched the video. In a steel box. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then it gets hot as fuck and you're sitting there like, ooh, cooking. This wasn't the best idea. I don't know. I think you paint, depends on what you paint. You paint in black, then yeah, you know. Yeah. Take heat in, but whatever. Right. But if you live in some place cold as a motherfucker, you might want to paint in black. Keep some heat in that bitch. Mm -hmm. But I've seen some dope ones. They, It seems like a, a thing. I just don't know if I could sustain for the rest of my life in a fucking container. It just looks clean. That'd be some shit I would do and then rent it or Airbnb it the way I've seen them people do. Yeah, but it's got to be dope. It's got to be dope. Yeah, if you just got some shitty looking one, one nobody's going to look slap together like, eh. Yeah, the fuck I want to stay there yeah. for. Yeah. They always show them in the best spots, though. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's almost fake. I don't know, the I've one seen I saw, some of them like rainforests and shit, where you're like, that looks sick as fuck. But then you're like, yeah, what country is that? Yeah, where? Yeah, where are we in Costa Rica? Like, yeah, how you gonna get people to rent that? Yeah, yeah. But I saw one in Washington. It was in the middle, of like the right outside of uh, Olympia. I want to say. I. Anyway, the point is, is it was right. It was. It seemed kind of uh, foresty, and the um, the landscape looked really dope. And it was just in a clearing around it. Nothing but trees, nice. but it was just in this one clearing that was maybe like a you know maybe a hundred yards by a hundred yards, and everything else around it was just straight trees for miles. I was like, that looks dope. But again, like you said, putting one in there, it looks dope, and the landscape around it is dope. Yeah, you'll get people to come. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But either that or put one right here next to your house. All your neighbors gonna be like, get this shit out of here. Did you just bring a bunch of junk over here and make a house out of it, bro? Get this yeah. fucking up my fucking my That's price of like my when, house. When you go to a neighborhood and all the fucking homes are single story, and right. one person's like, "Fuck y'all, yeah. I'm building the second story." Straight up, yeah. And you're like, "That was an add-on, bro." You um, <laughs> I found something dope out. Mad. 
You remember Robin Williams used to live out here in the Bay Area in Tiburon? Tiburon, yeah. Okay. That's like I, Marin County. Yeah, right yeah, across yeah. the Golden Gate yeah, Bridge. Yeah. Come to find out, there is a clause in everyone who lives there who lives on that hill. Because Tiburon is basically one big fucking hill. Uh, if you live on that bitch, you can only build high enough to where you would not impede the view of your neighbor behind yep. you's view of the water. Yeah. Like everybody gets a view. So if you get a if you buy a house, you can build up, but you better not build nowhere higher. Your roof better not be nowhere not higher than this motherfucker's driveway. People do that shit so that he can still are, see. Yeah. And I yeah. was kind of like, wow, no shit. That's kind of dope. Yeah. So like some of the houses that you see that are two story. Yeah. When you apply for the permits, they'll give it to you depending on where you live. If you live on a corner. Yeah. Like our shit right now. Yeah. They might not. Oh okay. Because people across the street would be won't be able to see. Yeah. Fucked up. I mean, it is what it is. It's cool yeah. for them. It's cool for you. Make sure nobody starts fucking up your view. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to see like your house being built. No, I don't. No, I'm upset. cool. Yeah, yeah. I also figured out that Tiburon has cameras. The one way in, one way out type of shit in, in Tiburon. Yeah. They have fucking cameras and they fucking track people's license plates. So you can go in there and try to steal some shit if you want to, but they're gonna catch your monkey ass. Yeah. Like it's funny how rich people just have ways of doing shit. That we can't get our hands on. Like, mm. no, you can. They're expensive. It's the city that does it. Yeah, not li- the people. The license, there's, so there's license plate readers. Obviously, they do there that to us. cameras that are specifically designed to like read license plates. I like how y'all could do that shit on the freeways here and charge us money to use the commuter lane. But when people get shot on the freeway, you have no idea who did it. Like, motherfucker, you got cameras to take pictures of my license plate when I go through the toll lane and I ain't supposed to or my fucking transponder ain't working. Yeah. But the motherfucker Which who got popped bullshit. on 580. I don't even want to get started on that. I don't either. That's okay, theft. let's cut it. Let's that's cut theft. It. it is. I pay taxes for the roads we built and now you want to charge me to drive down these motherfuckers? Hey, bro, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Listen, I can only use four lanes. those get cut down by some type of rogue yeah. fucking citizens, yeah. hey, then they just get cut down. No. Oh. I'm not gonna talk about the fact that I just bought one of them transponders, put my shit on three and I fly. And they charge you twenty five fucking dollars for it. Five. For what? The transponder. Nah, they charge me twenty five. Well, you better call this motherfucker. I bought four of them for twenty five dollars. Five dollars to ship them and four of four transponders, and my shit was twenty five bucks. My shit was twenty five bucks just for the fucking little thing. That's crazy. Is it the one with the switch? You can switch it up and yeah, down. Yeah. For Mine the audience. Sideways. Real quick for the audience who doesn't know, uh, we live in California where in on the freeway you have to pay to use the farthest left lane, which is usually the fastest on 880 particularly. The five lanes. And 580 going towards the valley. Right. On the one of the main or a few of the main fucking highways, we have four to five traffic, lanes. The higher traffic areas. Yes. You have to put, you have a transponder, which basically says if you have, <clears throat> excuse me, one, two, or three people in the car, if you have three, They'll let you do it for free. If not, you're paying through an account that lets you use the toll lane. If you ain't from around here, you probably listen to me going, are you fucking kidding? And that's probably enough to make you not want to live in California. But yes, this is some shit we've been dealing with for like the last two years. And it's become a fucking thing. We're finding ways to get around it. People are paying. People are getting tickets. It's bullshit. But what me and John are talking about is just the frustration of having to pay taxes for the roads that we use and then having to pay a premium to use one of those lanes. Horseshit. 
straight the fuck up. Yeah, because we used to be able to split lanes on mm-hmm. motorcycles, and now you can't because you'll get charged. Some straight bullshit. Yep. But uh, I don't I don't know if we want to get into that today because um, no, we've been here for quite some time, and yeah. we've already put our voiced our frustrations with certain things, and that would be a, oh. a whole new episode. Did you just drop the bottle? Sure now you can't get it's It's going to stay there. Let's just do the sign out and we'll get to it. I'm going to let you do it. I got to do the sign out? Yeah. Bro, you're filling in for DeAndre. I got to no, do the sign yeah, out? Yeah, you got to do it. Wow. All right. Well, thanks a lot for that. So that's just how you get down. I'm just filling in. I'm the filler. All right. All right. Well, fuck, man. That's your shit. I guess I got it. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining me today, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Anytime. I know it's not really your choice of uh It don't bother positions. me. I know. You'd probably be rather in your, in the room and pushing the clickety clacks and uh, just joining the conversation when convenient. But I appreciate your um, knowledge base, first of all, and, uh, you know, being able to get some of the shit off my chest and talk about some of the things I wanted to talk about with somebody of my age group um, or closer to my age group. Excuse say me. Closer to. yeah, Closer to because you ain't my age group. Um, but. You know some of this shit. You probably know more than me about some of the shit I brought up. So it's been uh it's always dope doing one of these episodes with you. Yeah, Appreciate it. It's always dope. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh from the Generational Gap Podcast and crew. Uh this is episode twenty two, Labor Day weekend, September. And uh we wanna say thank you for fucking with us. And we're gonna see you next week. Peace. Enjoy the long weekend. Absolutely. Peace. Later. Mm-hmm.